Hey there, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to help you get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today we're going to talk about productivity and what getting shit done really means. This topic is something that has been bothering me as we navigate our in pandemic mode world. Because how often lately have you been overhearing or finding yourself in conversations where the discussion kind of goes something like, so what new skill have you learned during COVID? Or how many articles have you seen with titles like, COVID is the perfect opportunity to launch your, and then insert here, business, online course, podcast, et cetera, et cetera. So how many of those things have you seen? (laughs) Probably a ton, because I know I have. And they, at first I was like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of interesting. You know, if you're one of the people who actually has free time. (laughs) Um, But then as the months have gone on, those discussions and those titles and articles and things have become super, super annoying to me. So if you're in a position where you do have extra time, um, because not everyone actually has all this extra time that people are talking about, there are some people that are busier than they've ever been. Um, So if you are in a position where you have extra time, and you you are learning new things, you're developing new products and services for your business, or even maybe you're finally launching that business that you've always dreamed of, and you're happy doing that, that's great. <laughs> this podcast isn't necessarily targeted at you, if that's the case. Because people, a lot of people I talk to, They think that they should be doing that stuff right now, that if they have extra time, it suddenly means that they are somehow morally obligated to do all these things that, um, you know, have been sitting on their to-do list or their wish list. And then when they don't get those things done, maybe they don't get them done or they suddenly, oh, I should do that, but I don't feel like it or I can't focus, I can't concentrate enough to do it, then they feel guilty. And that is extremely, extremely fucked up. Uh, It made me realize that our definition uh, of productivity is often wrong. And I didn't go to the dictionary to see what the actual proper definition of productivity is. I didn't want to bother because I think what a lot of people think of productivity, uh, they think of it as the idea of how to get more shit done. Um, how to be more productive, how to get more things done in a day, how to get more things done before 10 a.m., that kind of stuff. Um, And I've probably been guilty of maybe thinking of it this way in the past. And even now, maybe even guilty of making people think that that's what I mean based on the way I'm communicating. Um, And that's not what I mean. And it's not what I've I've ever meant. as I've been talking about systematizing your business. Uh, So what we need to be talking about is not how to get more shit done. It's about how to get the right shit done. And then beyond that, how to make that shit as efficient as possible so that you have more free time to do whatever you want, 
And whatever you want, literally, could be whatever you want. It could be, okay, I'm launching this $5,000 program and I'm going to become a millionaire. And it could be, I'm going to sit on the couch today and just watch TV because I need to chill out. (laughs) So how do you know what, how do you know what is the right shit to get done? (laughs) What is the right shit? Because on one hand, you have half the world is telling us this is the best time to start an online business or launch a course or start that podcast. Then the other half is telling us, oh, slow down. Things will all work out. Things will be fine. And to me, they often come across as two extremes. So for each of us, how do we find the balance of what is the right shit for us? (laughs) How much do we really need to get done? How much can we really just say, okay, slow down, I don't need to do that. So I'm going to share a story with you about something that I've experienced over the last couple months. And then I have some, I guess, listener stories from some of the amazing people inside my School for Heartful Entrepreneurs membership group, things that they've shared with me, kind of in the same topic of productivity and feeling the pressure to get all the things done. So here's my story. So in March 2020, I had several clients uh, where we were rushing to launch new websites and new online courses. And I was the point person on all of the technical stuff with the courses and the websites and all the related stuff that went along with it. Um, I had also just taken on a huge commitment that was taking up 20 hours a week. Um, I was also in the middle of onboarding a team of VAs to help me free up my time so that all of these people (laughs) could stay happy. So that's what was already happening for me starting March 2020. Now, two weeks later, when COVID-19 really hit North America, I was already pretty overwhelmed. And then all these new inquiries started rolling in because, you know, people, there were people who suddenly they had to shut their doors, but maybe they could see a way to move their business online, but they had no idea how to do that. So I had so many new inquiries and people reaching out to me to help them. And I had, so I had someone who wanted to take their in-person group coaching service and move it online, which sounds straightforward, but they were in an industry that was heavily regulated regarding privacy and to some extent, anonymity, (laughs) Um, lots of rules and regulations that your typical business owner wouldn't have. Then I had um, someone wanted help setting up a system and process to track all their marketing analytics um, so that they could see what they were doing online that was being most effective and then just do that. Uh, Someone else rebranded their entire business. And so they needed their website and all their courses updated with the new branding so that they could start advertising and making money on that stuff. Uh, Somebody else needed training on their email marketing platform because they had to shut their doors and they wanted to be able to still reach out to people on a regular basis with email because they weren't going to be seeing those people in person. 
I even had someone who wanted to develop or wanted to develop an online learning platform. So they were, comp- they were comparing all the things, uh, Kajabi and all that stuff and nothing did what they needed it to. So they had this idea, well, I'll just build my own learning platform. Hey, Brandy will help me do that. So that's right. Somebody approached me wanting me to help them create essentially the next Kajabi, but the next Kajabi with like a thousand more features. (laughs) So that's just kind of what I was approached with in terms of projects. So that doesn't even include all the random questions I was getting uh, on Facebook Messenger and via email and inside the Facebook group about like, you know, just things about like how questions about Zoom or how to do a Facebook Live or what's a good app for editing a video, things like that. So that's that stuff that I typically get, but it just the volume of it increased um, exponentially. (laughs) So while I was answering all of the little questions as best as I could, the big requests were all without exception getting turned down. And every time I said no to these people, there was this little voice in the back of my head that sounded like me, but like really sort of petty and sarcastic going, I could totally help you, but I'm not going to. Um, And I know that I was saying no to everyone because I recognized that I was already over capacity before COVID hit. And I was already struggling a bit to deliver the services uh, to my existing clients. And I was saying no, because if I took on more people and gave them all slow, shoddy service, it was going to damage my mental health because I want to do a good job, um, but also damage my business reputation. So I recognize those things, but it still didn't stop me from feeling guilty. (laughs) And so I want to, I want to kind of dive into that a little bit. No, because it's, it's kind of that thing, you know, when you're stressed out and people tell you, well, just don't worry so much. Well, just saying don't worry has never in the history of worrying ever stopped someone from worrying. And so it's kind of the same idea with, okay, I am saying no, just don't feel guilty. It's not that easy, right? Um, so I had to, it took me a while to wrap my head around why I was feeling so much guilt around this. So again, there's this little voice in the back of my head that knows or is telling me, okay, some of these people are reaching out to me because their revenue has plummeted to almost zero and getting their shit online is the only way for them to continue to make money. And so my mind is going down a rabbit hole of how much stress they must be under How are they going to pay their bills? What if their business doesn't survive after this? Because I could help, but I'm not going to. (laughs) And so how do I deal with that? Like I'm basically, I was at that point, I was basically taking on the responsibility of keeping all these people's business businesses afloat. That's kind of, kind of what I was doing. And I've gotten really good at saying no, but during this particular time period, 
it was extra stressful because that consequence or that perceived or imagined consequence, the thing I was making up in my head, the consequence of saying no seemed to be so much more dire than usual, right? It wasn't just like somebody wanted to get their course online and I couldn't help them. So I would just, you know, I might recommend them to someone else or I might say, hey, um, I would love to help you. Let's start in two months. I'll have, you know, we can start then Um, because these people couldn't wait. They needed this stuff now. Um, So that would have been my normal experience. And now it was like, I'm saying no. And then I'm imagining simply because, and maybe, maybe, (laughs) <laughs> I've got too much ego and I didn't realize it because me saying no to them isn't going to tank their whole business. But part of me was thinking, oh, but I could help these people make money. Um, <laughs> so luckily I was in a position mentally where I could say no, even though like my heart and part of my brain were screaming at me to say yes. So I still said no, which is good. Good, good for me. Um, but I couldn't just do nothing. So I sat down and I tried to figure out how can I still help these people in a way that doesn't add additional commitments or time, um, onto my plate, which was already packed. So what could I do to help these people that would fit into my existing say like schedule? And actually, when I took the time to think of it that way, it was easy for me to find places where I could pivot what I was already doing to address the needs and the questions of all these people that were reaching out to me all of a sudden. So here's what they were. Uh, So every week, I create a blog post or one of these podcast episodes So that time for content creation and promotion is already blocked out in my calendar. It's it's already built in. It's something that I've committed to every week. So all I had to do was toss out (laughs) the most of the plan that I already had for say March, April, May. So I tossed out most of those topics and instead just started focusing on topics that would help with or answer the inquiries I'd been getting. Um, then, so that's that's blogs and podcasts. Then also every two weeks, I go live in our Facebook group and I discuss a specific topic and I answer questions. So again, that's time that's already built into my work life. So I tossed out the topics that I'd been thinking about doing and pivoted again to the topics that people had been asking me about the most. And that's what we started focusing on. Then another piece. So every day I pop into our Facebook group to make a post and answer questions and have discussions with people. That time's already accounted for. Uh, So it wasn't too much of a leap to shift to just answering questions and maybe not posting as much. Like I know there are days where I didn't post at all. And maybe there were days where it was kind of, oh, like every Friday, this this post happens. That post hasn't been happening every Friday because I've been putting more effort into answering questions and discussions. So in terms of the time spent in the group, it's still kind of the same, 
but I'm just focusing more on making sure all the questions get answered instead. And so what I hoped would happen with all of this is that when people started asking me the same questions multiple times or, or something that was very, very close, I could just link them to a blog or a podcast or a video or a post where their question had already been answered. And thankfully, guess what? That is exactly what happened. (laughs) So now when I'm saying no to people, because I am still saying no, uh, this is May now, we're at the end of May, and I'm still saying no. And I honestly can't tell you when I'll start saying yes again. Uh, Now the voice in the back of my head has changed what it's saying. So instead of doing that, uh, oh, I could help you, but I'm not gonna, ha ha ha. Um, the kind of snarky thing. Now it's, it's changed more to like, oh, hey, that's a really good idea for a podcast episode. Or, hey, you could totally do this as a tutorial on your blog for everyone to see. So instead of, you know, thinking, instead of thinking of it as negative, like, oh, I'm not going to help you. I'm basically using that as an idea generator. So when people are coming to me with these things, like I need to get this set up and they might have really specific concerns or things I'd never thought of, I can turn that into content. Um, And so while I'm not helping them with their specific project that they need, I'm still addressing concerns that people are having right now. Um, And then it's available to a wider audience and it can get consumed over and over again, uh, as long as it's still relevant and up to date. And yes, some of that content maybe isn't quite as good, quote unquote, as I would like it to be. Um, For example, uh, some, you know, tutorial videos I made, you know, that it's just, me recording my desktop and then talking and showing how something gets done and that's it. There's no intro, there's no outro, there's no like graphics or or anything fancy like that. It's just here's a desktop recording. Um, you know. So what I what I am at peace with is that I'm doing the best I can with the time I've got at the moment. And also done is better than perfect, which is something you've probably heard me talk about several times if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. So, so that, that whole process was me figuring out what is the right shit to get done. And the right shit for me was to keep doing exactly what I was doing, but to change the topic to be relevant to what people were asking me about right now. And generally, that's something I'm doing anyway, that the topics of my content always come from you guys. But in this instance, in the past few months, uh, it's been super, super focused and super specific feedback and ideas that I've been getting from people. And so that's helping me drive all of this content. So that's how I discovered what what my, my right shit was. (laughs) And 
sure it would be awesome if um, I could have made a giant course about all this like online techie stuff and launched it to people, um, you know, and making $50,000 a month selling that course. That would have been awesome. That would have been the dream. But the fact is that if I had tried to do that and I did have moments where I was like, oh, this would be people need this. I should be, this is what I should do. (laughs) Um, I won't lie. My brain did go there several times and still does occasionally, but I would have burnt out so fast. I would have been so stressed out. All of my clients would have been so mad at me because I just, I would have been giving them the worst service ever. (laughs) So that's, um, That's how I found my right shit, essentially. So now I want to share stories from some listeners and members of our School for Heartfelt Entrepreneurs membership group, because I think it's interesting to get different people's perspectives on things that are going on right now, especially since everyone's situation with what's going on work-wise is a little bit unique and what they have to deal with at home is a little bit unique. So the first one I want to talk about is Andrea and Andrea's a photographer and she came up with what I think is the perfect name for this whole idea that if you are not working right now, you must have all this free time. Or even if you are working, you're working from home you must still have some free time. She calls it the productivity imperative. So the idea that you have more free time means you must fill it with work-related shit. (laughs) So uh, she's definitely feeling that pressure. But what her experience has been is that, like with all the added stress on top of everything, so she feels pressure to work on her business. Uh, So she sits down to do that work, but because of just everything that's going on and the stress, she finds it difficult to, to focus and to concentrate. And so then as a result, whatever she has done, um, she's not satisfied with the result. She doesn't think it's good enough. So there's that she tries to work, but gets frustrated because the quality doesn't seem up to what it should be. So then there are times where she's like, maybe I shouldn't be focusing on work. Maybe I should be focusing on uh, self-care and mental health. And so goes off to do like meditation or decluttering or yoga or music or anything like that. But then the guilt creeps in because you're not, you're not being quote unquote productive, right? So it's kind of like a rock and a hard place. And I'm sure there are a lot of you that are in that kind of situation where it seems like no matter what you do, you're either feeling guilt or you're feeling frustration or something. And there's just, there just seems to be right now, no way, no way to relax and no way to feel good for relaxing and no way to feel good getting stuff done because you can't quite concentrate on, on those things, those work related things. I think I've definitely been where Andrea is right now. Um, I don't know how I did it, but I think I'm better at 
the um, doing the relaxing stuff and not feeling guilty about it. I've gotten much better about that, though I couldn't communicate to you how I did that. Um, some of you who uh, provided some feedback probably have a much better idea <laughs> about that than I do. Because of course, just saying someone, oh, just don't feel guilty, you need to relax, has never in the history of trying to feel less guilty and more relaxed has ever worked. <laughs> it's like trying to tell an angry person to calm down. That never works. <laughs> so um, just as a as an interesting side note, I'll share the link to Andrea's website in the show notes. But Andrea has been my photographer essentially since I started my business. And she was one of the very first people I met when my business started. We were kind of in this networking group together and we've just um, just stayed connected ever since. So all the all the photos of me floating around out there say like 97% of them, um, Andrea would have taken. And if there is like a weird one that's like bad lighting or kind of out of focus or anything like that, then that's me. (laughs) But if there is a nice quality photo, that's definitely Andrea. (laughs) So that's our first first bit of um, our first story listener story. The next one, uh, I want to talk about Nikki. So Nikki is an artist, but also teaches art. So she's kind of got both sides um, of that for her business. And she um, she's in a place now where she's already recognized that she needs to be, she says, I need to be a bit more gentle with myself. And I love, I love that. Um, I love that phrasing. <laughs> And I think right now we can probably all be more gentle with ourselves, no matter where we are in life. Um, Yeah. So her, I guess her struggle right now isn't, isn't so much derived from the idea of, oh, I'm working. I feel guilty from working or I'm relaxing. I feel guilty about relaxing. Hers has more to do with the work from home thing and not having the physical, so much of a physical separation of work and personal and how um, business stuff is taking over her house. And so it can be difficult to, I guess, walk away from work. Um, She says she puts blinders on in certain areas of her house. (laughs) (laughs) which short term is probably all you can do, but long term might not be the best solution, right? So it's just that there's physical work stuff in her house that wouldn't normally be there or wouldn't be there in such um, high amounts. And so then of course, you're walking around your house and you're seeing all this work stuff. And then it it makes it hard to relax, right? When you just kind of want to take off your work hat put on your, I'm in my home, I just want to relax hat. So that I'm, I'm sure a lot of you who are used to working, not in your home, if you had an office that you went to or co-working space, and now all of that stuff 
is in your house all the time, I'm sure that that is creating some, some issues for people. And I will totally share Nikki's information. If you're interested in her art or want to maybe brush up on your art skills, uh, I'll share her information in the show notes. The next person I want to talk about is Christina. Um, and Christina, she had two, she had two businesses essentially, and they both got, um, whammied in, in different ways. She had a consulting business and then she had like an in-person co-working space. So, um, yeah, she's experiencing dramatic change with both of those, but the one, the one part of her story that I wanted to talk about was something that I realized I was feeling too. And I didn't even really think of it that way until I saw her say that. And I was like, Oh, me too, me too. (laughs) So, um, when we're talking about like the idea, do you feel pressure now that you have this, all this free time, all this extra time in your hands, do you feel that productivity imperative, that pressure to be doing extra projects on your business or up-leveling it somehow. And so she said she feels the pressure to do more, but not, not necessarily in a way that's going to like make more money. Her pressure is to do more, um, like giving back because, you know, we all recognize like so many people are going through a tough time And if you're in a position where you can help, and it kind of goes back to that whole thing that I was talking about, that voice in the back of my head, where I was like, I could totally help you, but I'm not going to, (laughs) right? So she's feeling the pressure to, to do something that is going to help people. And no, it's not necessarily revenue generating, but just something that is within her capacity. Um, The issue is that she just doesn't have that capacity um, because she's busy with these two existing businesses trying to figure out what they're going to look like going forward, how to deal with them right now, um, what might need to change with them. You know, so um, she's the one thing she's she's really grateful that other people, this is this is so this is the really awesome part is that so instead of you know, there's maybe probably a little bit of guilt about not being able to help, but instead of letting that drag her down, um, she's kind of looking at other people online and in the community who are able to do stuff to help out. And so then she's grateful that they exist, you know, and sharing their information and trying to support them just simply because that's the best she can do right now. So I think, I think it's awesome that instead of, you know, kind of being envious or, oh, that person, you know, is doing, you know, they, uh, a good example, I saw somebody who has an online course that normally charges, I think it was around a thousand dollars for it. Uh, shortly after the pandemic hit, they decided to give it away for free for the next few months. Um, and so like, holy shit, that's a lot of income to give up. (laughs) Right. So I can't even imagine how many people, uh, 
would have signed up for that for now. And and there's been a lot, a lot of things like that, maybe in terms of financially not quite that big, but a lot of things, um, which is awesome. But then some of us think, well, I couldn't, I couldn't afford to give up that much income right now. And then you feel bad about not being able to do enough, right? But we're all doing the best we can. So we have to remember that. Then next up, we've got Barb. So Barb runs uh, a digital marketing agency. So she does she does lots of stuff from websites to uh, like Google ads to social media marketing, all that kind of stuff. And uh, the one thing that Barb talked about is that um, because she's she's stayed due to the nature of her business, um, kind of like me, she has stayed fairly steady throughout the pandemic, um, didn't have a ton of drop-off. So on the business side, uh, she didn't find herself suddenly having a ton of free time. Maybe things were a little bit calmer. Um, but what she did instead of thinking about, okay, what's some new thing I could launch, um, or some way I could change my business to like increase profits or, or anything like that. Uh, she took the time to do like cleanup, like (laughs) business cleanup. So all those little like, um, to do's that have just been sitting and lingering, uh, she just worked on that. So it was kind of, she was still, still getting work done, getting shit done, but it's the nice, uh, low pressure shit that, um, maybe like individually, those things don't make a big impact, but when they're all done, um, I think we can all relate getting all those little kind of like niggling things off your, off your backlog. It just feels good to have that, that list get quite a bit shorter. Um, so that's what, that's what she did. And, and she was happy with that. She felt satisfied with that. So that's a, a possible idea for, for any of you who think, okay, yeah, I do want to do work stuff, but don't put the pressure on yourself to make it like huge projects. Like, do you really need to launch that podcast or should you just spend an hour cleaning up your email inbox, you know, like, (laughs) or is your, are the files in your download folder kind of a mess? Well, maybe, you know, take 20 minutes every day and just organize it until it's all cleaned up. Like maybe it's just little things like that, that don't require a lot of really intense focus. Um, so you still, you still kind of, you're getting little things done. Um, and that's all you need to do. So if, if not doing work is like really tripping you out, maybe just get those little, like that little random shit, just clean up little bits of that a little bit of a time because you're still making progress. It's just way less pressure, way less pressure. (laughs) The next story was from Wendy and Wendy is, Wendy is a coach. Um, that and we worked together uh, for for quite a while. Wendy technically was one of my first kind of like techie systems clients. 
before I even offered that as my main service. (laughs) Um, But uh, she's a very smart lady. So she, um, you know, she's definitely one that recognizes kind of the trap that guilt is. And so what, you know, what she did is she had programs and things that would have been in person that of course aren't going to be able to take place at this moment. So instead of offering those, she just created a few online things and modified some things that were already in progress uh, to help people deal with the stress and the uncertainty that's going on right now. So she was able to pivot without a, a ton of extra effort, right? So it was kind of just like, you know, like, similar to how I was describing where I was trying to find places in my business that I could help people, but I didn't have time to do extra things. So what was I already doing that I could just pivot? And that was with my content, right? With the topics of these podcasts and blog posts and all that stuff. Um, So Wendy did something very similar. Um, And she She's very, like I said, she's very good at not feeling guilty because she recognizes that, um, and her words are, guilt is just a lie we tell ourselves that we have to always be doing to have value. So no, I don't feel guilty when I relax. And I think if we could all get to a place where we can not just like in concept understand that, but actually feel that (laughs) in our day-to-day lives, I think we would all be we would all be a lot better off. And then I want to end with with two more two more group members who and they their their businesses are very different, but they've kind of found themselves in a very similar situation. So one is Janet. Uh, and Janet runs a learning center. So you know, essentially, if you have kids and maybe you know they're whatever they're doing in school isn't quite as effective. And so they need some extra, extra tutoring, extra learning, stuff like that. You go to Janet's business. Um, And so essentially, because Janet's learning center, you come there in person. And so that was a (laughs) no-go. So what they did was they basically converted their entire business to online learning. (laughs) And so she was able to keep, uh, I think about half of the students, um, actively as clients. And, um, she's super, super thrilled with the way it worked out. It was a stressful two weeks, but, um, what she's found is that because she's not spending time physically, in the center, dealing with students, dealing with teachers, um, she finds that she actually does have a lot more free time now. And um, she's going to kind of do the same thing as as Barb, going to work on that backlog. And so it's kind of like a nice, like, she's still doing work, but it's not because she's feeling guilty or pressured or rushed. It's just that I can finally clean up some of these little like nagging things. So that's awesome. And then the second person who is finding that they do have a lot of extra time now and is like perfectly happy with it 
uh, is Donna. And Donna's a coach as well. And we've been working together for for quite a while, I would say. And so what Donna found was that now that she's working from home, she's spending way less time traveling because sometimes she had to travel to a different city, like actually quite often was having to travel to a different city for work. And now that, so she's still working, but from home and all that extra travel time, and I can 100% vouch for this <laughs> because uh, we're working together a lot more in the last few months. Um, again, she's kind of cleaning up that extra stuff that's been sitting there. Um, but but it wasn't out of a, sen- a sense of guilt and, oh, just because I have free time now, I have to do this. It was She was kind of in a position where she actually was like, oh, yes. Now I can finally get this done because some of it was stuff that we've kind of been really slowly working on uh, for a while. And now is just the right time. We were kind of in a position where we were ready to go and now she has some free time. So all that stuff can get done. So I feel like we kind of have like a whole gamut of people at different places, um, different experiences, how they're dealing with feeling guilty or not feeling guilty. Uh, Yeah, so I wanted to make sure to share some of that stuff with you guys. So it's not just what I'm going through, because we're certainly, none of us are in the same place right now. So I hope you, I hope you got some value out of my story and the stories of all the ladies that were kind enough to share. And that you found something to relate to and maybe even a few little ideas of, you know, something you could be doing differently if you are finding yourselves feeling, you know, guilty for either working or not working. That wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That's Brandy with an I, not with a Y. There you'll also find show notes and links to any resources that I mentioned today. And while you're there, feel free to subscribe to this podcast on the platform of your choice. I wish you all the best getting shit done this week.